Welcome to another edition of the Freeform Rock Podcast. I think I think basically that video is the Shakespeare of rock video. Yeah. yeah. That's just on the surface. Yeah, really. Underneath you get, you get into it. Chaucer, Bolles, um, Chaucer Bernays. Bernays. <laughs> it's, it's a concept video. You know, there's the boats, B-boat behind there with the helicopter yeah. and the girls with the barbed wire. And, and us climbing and up a cloth. Styrofoam hand on fire. Now, when you make the tour in Germany, you play strong, you play hard, you play fast, and you will like it. Ever made you think that we are German? No girls, no fun, no nothing, only the rock and roll. I just feel like you're in a hat dance right now, man. <laughs> he did a little chin painting. Mick with a blow dryer, the first day in the bathroom. Don't up, babe. That turns off all by itself. All that work for that? <laughs> Breaking the Chains video is, is pretty funny for me. Finest. Don't cuss. Okay. Now one of the one of the names that we were contemplating using was uh, the Parisian gentleman. Then I saw the video and, and I thought about quitting. I hadn't actually played with the band yet. I'm talking. I hadn't actually played with the band yet. I mean, I'm very serious right now. I hadn't actually played with the band yet. I'll say that for the third time. Uh, and until after we did the video, and so I was actually faking it the whole time of the video. If you've ever seen our behavior in public, you know, we tend to be extremely mannerly and... Yet humble. Yet, and rhythmical and continental. And so, you know, I, I think Parisian Gentlemen would have been good, but then Doc and rhymed with rockin'. Oh, well, actually, okay, well, what? this is part of the recording process, because lots of times there's like calls and interruptions, knocks at the door, and things like that. It's, it's very important to the creative process, because if it wasn't there, it'd be too easy. Spontaneous footage, take one. Well, here we are in Scrotum Sound, about ready to do a take here. Here we go. That's my hair look. Not, nah, it's not that good. Wait, oh, wait a minute, I'm supposed to be playing here, right? Yeah. yeah. Take one or two, whatever you really want. He's gonna crank it up, party it down, lay out the jam. Burn it so or crank um, it so. I don't know if you want to do a burning one or a smoking. How about some, how about some really hot shots? This is a decision that the public might be better informed to help us decide with. Go! Go! Crank it out! Go! 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 George right now is just jamming away, doing a solo. Actually, what we're doing is we're faking it like we're recording for the camera here because we're faking it. But listen to those smoking notes. Every time he exerticates, Let's try it again. once again, it's scrotum sound, about ready to lay down some heavy boogie and tracks. Scrotum sound? Now, yeah. Now what we're going to do here is we're going to act like you guys aren't here at the moment. We're going to be our natural, not affected by a camera, spontaneous self. Here we go, right now. We're going to be spontaneous, right now, okay? Back at home video, take 100. You can't bring a studio with you, except for if it's this thing, because this thing is a studio that we take with us, because that's why we do it that way. This thing is really great for us because without it we would not be able to record on the road. Because we used to try and do it and we had to carry like a thousand tons of equipment into our hotel room every night and it took three hours to set up and then we only got to record for an hour and a half. It's great, fits on the bus, sounds great for us and it's just absolutely wonderful. Sounds like a commercial. It does, doesn't it? How many times has this happened to you? Got back from the rock show and want to spin the guitar around your neck? Well, now you two can be in the spotlight. 
posing like the stars with the new Guitar Buddy Throw and Go Wraparound Guitar Trainer. Imagine yourself just like your favorite rock star. Order now and you'll get your free copy of Metal Poser. You'll learn windmills, spins, deep knee bends, heavy metal faces, and more. You'll also receive free the Guitar Buddy Whammy Neck. So don't delay. Order today. Send $49.95 to P.O. Box L-Y-N-C-H-P-I-L-S-O-N, L.A., California, 90000. How about yourself, Mick? Hey, the vibes is in the back of the bus, man. Like, what is that in the front of the bus? Totally bad. Well, we're going to talk about the video of the future that we're going to do. The ultimate video yeah. of all time. Someday, Dawkins is going to do a video that's going to completely blow your mind. I don't know when, but we are someday going to do that. Right, George? Um. <laughs> Welcome to a new edition of the Freeform Rock Podcast. Today will be a solo podcast, and today I'm going to be doing 19... Sorry, I'm a little... 1994's Tooth and Nail by Dawkins. What the second album by this group is one of my favorites of all time. George Lynch's guitar playing, Wild Mick Brown's drumming, Jeff Pilson's background vocals and, and thumping bass, and Don's amazing voice on this record. But before we get into this great album, I got some stuff to say. I know I might not be the best podcast out there. I know I'm not the best. I know I'm probably not even in the top, what? 3,000 or whatever, but I, I just do this for fun and I get people mocking me saying I suck and whatever. You know what? I don't care. I just do this to have fun and to talk music and to, and to get people hooked on music. You, maybe I'm not very professional or very stylish or whatever. I, I just have a passion for music and, then, and that's it. And that's all I wanted to say. And I love all you guys who do listen to this podcast and if you could do me a favor and tell people if you like it uh, to subscribe on iTunes and check it out on Podbean. And uh, I, I thank you guys very much for listening to the 18 people who do. Just joking. There's more people out there, I think. Maybe? Is there? Okay, before we get into this album, uh, we're going to get into this album right now. See, there's a little flub, man. I am not perfect, okay? I'm not a DJ. I didn't go to school for this crap. So just give me a break. Alright, let's get into this album then. It said before we're going to get into this album, I'm going to read something that Don Dawkins said about this album. It says, Electra wanted to drop us. They said, forget this band. They aren't going to go anywhere. Our managers had to beg them and keep us on the label. They said, we'll give you one more shot. So we're up against the wall. So that's why we came up with the title, Tooth and Nail. If we're going to make it, it's going to be with a fight. Don Dawkins. All right. This this album was released. This is their second album. The first album was Breaking the Change, which I liked. It's a cool record, you know. But it wasn't like this is. I considered like this their first album because they were kind of more of a band on this. That was kind of a Don solo record to me. But uh, George Lynch, man, what a great guitar player. No, I can't say anything bad about him. And he says, well. This, uh, they brought it, Ron Cruchier was the original bass player of this band and Jeff Pilson came in for this album. And I was reading on Wikipedia, it says Lynch began laying down the guitar riffs and music ideas on a four track recorder at his home in 1983. Soon joined by Pilson and drummer Mick Brown, the three of them formed a cohesive songwriting team which produced several demos including lyrics and vocals. Don Dockett was excluded from this creative stage and worked on songs and lyrics on his own or with Pilson. 
The power ballad Alone Again was a result of Don Pilsen collaboration and is the reworking of a song written by Dawkins in 1975. Lynch didn't like this inclusion of the song because he didn't want any ballads on the album and, and was finally convinced, according to Don Dawkins, the band wrote 25 songs in this period, which were then narrowed down to the 10 best. Alright, this album also started with uh, Don wanting to get Michael Wagner to produce this, you know, Warrant, uh, except Raven Great White, great producer, man, what a great hard rock producer, he still kicks ass today. I love that guy. If you guys want to hear great interviews with him, go to the Decibel Geek and find the Michael Wagner interview with uh, Chris and Aaron Camaro. Very informative interview. And they also do an Albums Unleashed of Warren's Doggy Dog, which is freaking killer. Check that shit out. Alright, now enough for the plug. Well, Michael Wagner, he wanted it because Don was in Germany and he wanted him to do it, but George didn't like the sound of breaking the chains that Wagner did. So they got in uh, Tom Wehrman, who's known for producing Cheap Trick, Molly Hatchet, Ted Nugent, and Motley Crue's Shout at the Devil, which is a great album, and I will do a review on that album coming up sometime. And then Wehrman was getting pissed off because they were, he was telling George how to do his guitar solos, and George said to shut the fuck up and whatnot, and, and it was just a big mess. So he quit, and then they got Michael Wagner to come in with Wehrman's prediction. Uh, permission to finish the album up to mix it and record and uh, produce it which he really didn't get any credit for except mixing so that crap happened and George and Don weren't getting along at all again so they were separating him uh, coming in at different hours of the day to record his guitar parts Don would do his vocal parts the other band would come in you know so it was just going on so they got Roy Thomas Baker to come in and and stuff but it was basically done by you know uh michael wagner you know he should have got more credit for this album than he did you know this is a great 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 i think it's really a debut album man it, it's an awesome album and then we let's get into the track shall we and before we get into these oh uh, yeah i'll just say it as i'm going along because i'm going to pick my three favorite songs on this album and it's probably not going to be the three songs you think that i would pick maybe maybe not Alright, we'll get into the first song which gets you into the album. It's this blistering instrumental. It's only a minute and 35 seconds. It's without warning, I guess. I hear this on other podcasts that they separate instrumental tracks. It should just be an intro to Tooth and Nail. I agree because it goes right into Tooth and Nail. And then we get into the second track, Tooth and Nail, which is my first favorite song off this album and I will talk about it after we play it so without further ado here's Dawkins Tooth and Nail
Well, that was Dawkins, 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 Dawkins tooth and nail, man. There, I did a flub again, and I'm not gonna edit that out, man. Just laugh at me. I'm, I'm a clown. All right, that was Dawkins tooth and nail. What a blistering freaking song. It was written by Mick Brown Lynch and Pilsen. Freaking straight to the edge, tooth and nail, straight to the top, tooth and nail. I meant. I messed up again. I'm drinking some beer. Give me a break. Well, this is a great freaking rocker, man. It, it tells you how this album's gonna be, man. It just kicks ass, man. I love this song. Fucking great track. And then we get into... Yeah, I'm not picking this song as one of my favorite songs because this song is totally played out, but I love it. It's just got lucky. What a great song by Lynch and Pilsen. You notice Don hasn't really wrote that many songs on this album, man. What's going on, you know? Don, you're kind of solo now with Doc and, you know, you and that J Levine guy, but he's pretty good. But man, these guys were just as much a part of this band than you were. These songs are freaking my favorite songs. Don't even have you on here. Wow. <laughs> All right, man. Except one. All right. Then we get into You Just Got Lucky. You know, you just got lucky. I believe your deadly lies. You just got lucky. You're a devil in disguise excuse my bad singing man because i suck well that was a great song man i love that song i love the freaking harmony harmony guitar on there go wee, 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 wee. you know don's voice you know the smooth he's a smooth voice man what a great voice man uh, too bad it's kind of a little shot right now but i freaking love it what a great song and then we'll get into heartless heart i think the song is kind of filler on this album but I still like it I won't skip it it's cool you know you got a heartless kind of simple chorus a heartless heart you know it's like just like 80s like let's do gang vocals or whatever you know I like this song it's cool I think it's just a filler track and then we get into track number five don't close your eyes written by Doc and Lynch and Pilsen the first song on this album which well second song because Don did have without warning part of the instrumental but the second song that Don has appeared on this album as a songwriting credit so far I think it's a good song not great I like it it, it just it's good good album track I like it and then let's turn this bitch over and then we'll get into my second favorite song on the album when heaven comes down so without further ado here is Dokken when heaven comes down
okay that was docking when heaven comes down this is my second favorite song on the album fucking great track to, that when you turn over the vinyl get into i'll be waiting when heaven comes down i can love that man i love this song it's been my favorite song ever since i heard this album <coughs> it's only second sorry about the cough it's only second on the album because I'm going in order by the way I play the tracks. But this is actually my favorite song off the album. Fucking great song. I love it. Fucking great cohesiveness by the band. Fucking Don Dawkins, Don Dawkins' voice is insinuary on this. I love it. Fucking he didn't write this song again. It's Brown, Lynchin' and Pilsen again. Great song. I love it. And then we get into track number seven, which isn't one of my favorites, but it is one of my favorites, but I'm not going to play it because you guys would think I'm going to play it, right? Into the Fire. What a great song. I love this song. I used to work at, I work as, I still work as a fry cook. I cook corn dogs, but I used to work as a fry cook at uh, In-N-Out Burger in the 80s over here in California. And my uh, manager would always put me on fries, and I was just like, oh, I'm tired of working fries. I want to take orders, you know, do a or or wrap the burgers, or just do something else besides fries. Because working in that tiny, it's a like tiny little stand with six people in there, and you're like, you got to clear the car, pull the fries, and put stuff like that. And it was just so. One day, uh, my 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 manager's a rocker, so he knows shit. So I go, I started singing into the fire, but I changed it to into the fryer. So I go, into the fryer, I've fallen, you know, and he's going, shut up. <laughs> he was all pissed because I go, I go, take me back where I came from. I don't want to work these fries no more. You put me here and I'm all hot. I've fallen into the fryer, <laughs> you know, and he's like, shut up, Mark. <laughs> and I go, I'm tired of working these freaking fries, Steve. Get me off of this freaking fryer. I love this song. <laughs> Ricky, it pissed him off. And we used to go in there, and um, he's a big Halen fan, and I'd be late, and I walk in, and he goes, Why are you late? And I go, I don't feel tardy, you know, from Van Halen. So it was cool having a manager like that who knew the, the references I was saying. So that was a cool song. I love this song. I like the, the freaking video. Freaking great freaking song. I love it. And then we get into. Uh, Bullets to Spare, which was Brown, Doc, and the whole band wrote this song. Freaking great song. I like this. I got bullets. Bullets to Spare. You can love this track. This song just kicks major ass. You can love it. And then we get into the, the ballad on the album, Alone Again. Well, before I get into this track, no, it's not the third favorite track off the song. Sorry, guys. I didn't pick the singles. Because everybody's heard the singles. I want to play the deep tracks. And uh, before we get into the song, I, I, there was a video called Unchained the Night, the videos. Which, you, you know how they say Dawn and... Uh, it had Dawn on a thing. I think it was Pilsen or Lynch with him. It was hilarious. And like, no, it was Jeff Pilsen and Don Dawkins in a hotel room on the bed. And... And uh, I wish I had this on DVD. I don't know if they have it on TV. Unchained Night, the videos, they had some comedy in there. And these guys were hilarious. It says Don was on there and they had a, like a guitar case. And Jeff Pilsen goes, the guitar buddy, you could spin it. You could be a real guitar player. You know, it was hilarious. And they were just rolling up. It was just hilarious. But this song is awesome. I just, I think that was just before they played the Alone Again video in that. And that's what reminded me of Jeff Pilsen goes, buy it. Only 30 left or something like I, I can't remember the whole thing, but he's like, the guitar buddy. Uh, you know, get it. You could be like a real rock star. 
Yeah, I thought it was cool, man. Uh, but then we get into Alone again, and I actually like the T, um, the version that Sebastian Bach did with these guys. It's freaking cool, too. But there's nothing like the original with Don's smooth vocals and, and his, his range. And the guitar solo on here is freaking awesome. You know, George Lynch didn't want this song on here, but the freaking guitar solo is killer. And you can't discount Pilsen's background vocals. He is like... Michael Anthony to this band, he lays it down, and he's a really good singer too. If you listen to that album um, that they did with the song on there, he sings a lot of the originals on there, and he's a really good vocalist. Really good song. I like the song. Then we get into the last song on the album. Turn on the action. Turn up the night. I love this song, and this is my third favorite song on the album. So before I talk about this song, let's get into this song, Dawkins, Turn On The Action.
Okay, that was Dawkins' Turn On The Action, my third favorite song on this album. I love this song. Another Brown, Lynch, and Pilsen composition. Freaking, there's a thing on here. Let's see how many songs did Dawkins write on this album. He wrote Alone Again, one. He wrote Into The Fire, that's two. He wrote Don't Close Your Eyes, three. And the instrumental, four. So out of ten songs, he only had... And you got to discount the first song was it really a song? So nine songs he wrote four out of out of ten. Wow. So the other guys are just important to this band. You got Turn On the Actions, a really freaking cool song. Turn on the action. A good rocker to get you going on. And then you want more. And you want more. And then we got more with the next album, which I'm not gonna get into right now. But Under Lock and Key is a phenomenal album. Go check that out before I get a review on that one. But Turn On the Action, such a great, great album. And uh, I lo love this song. And Tooth and Nail is just one of my favorite docking albums, if not my favorite docking album. I think it's between this and Back for the Attack. Because Back for the Attack is just so freaking hard. I love that album. Well, let's get into the personnel on this album. You got Don Dock and lead vocals, George Lynch, guitars, Jeff Pilsen, bass and backing vocals, Mick Brown, drums. Then you got Tom Werman, producer, which he really didn't do anything except do the schedule. Then you got Roy Thomas Baker, who came in and didn't really do anything. Jeff Workman, which fought with the, with uh, Tom Werman. That's why then he quit. And then Michael Wagner actually really produced this album, mixed it. This is a great album, and then on the in 1985, it was the position of number 49 on the Billboard 200, and then in the mainstream rock, Into the Fire went 21, Just Got Lucky went 27, Alone Again, Mainstream Rock 20, and Billboard Hot 164, and in 1989, this album was certified platinum. Yeah, baby. Well, it was because of under under lock and key and uh, back for the attack that finally broke this album more because it did go gold originally, but it did get its due and went platinum. So, guys, man, just want to say thank you for the uh, listening to this podcast again. Check out the Facebook page. Check out my Amazon Amazon link that is pinned to the top of that page buy some albums uh, help me help me support this podcast tell a friend like the old story alpha beta used to say you know man just help me with this podcast man and if you guys i'll invite anybody to be on this podcast if you rock man i had some weirdos on here man come on i love lee gershman he's my favorite weirdo heads up to lee gershman man he was gonna we were supposed to do Rolling Stones undercover, but he broke his phone. So this is was a fast. Uh, I had to do an album I really knew a lot, so I could get this going today. So I didn't stop the podcast train going because I don't want to stop. I want to keep this locomotive going, and I'm gonna suggest an album for you guys. And I'm gonna go a little off topic. It's a Red Hot Chili Peppers, The Getaway. I love this album. It's a great album. It's kind of rockish, uh, electric. I like it. It's a cool album. So check that out. Red Hot Chili Peppers, The Getaway. And to next time, this is Mark from the Freeform Rock Podcast. Check out the Facebook page. Check out the, the Amazon link. Uh, like it and tell a friend. You guys, God bless and take it sleazy. Hey, 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 hey. DJ Big Bushy here. And if you like the beer cold, the women hot, and the music loud, then get your ass to the biggest party on that metalstation.com, the Big Bushy Power Hour. 
every Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The Big Bookie Power Hour. It's the biggest party with the biggest beer. Here's some podcasts I like to listen to. Cheap Talk with Trick Chat. The Decibel Geek Podcast with Chris Sinzak and Eric Camaro. Metal Raps with Mark Striegel. The Eddie Trunk Podcast. Rock Talk with Mitch LaFon. The Cassius Morris Show. And the Pods and Sods Network. You guys have a great day and keep rocking. Thanks for listening to another edition of the Freeform Rock Podcast. Check out my Amazon link and tell a friend. Thank you.